0: This is the Blaze Radio on demand.
1: When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done,
2: Patents do welcome, welcome. We were just uh, kind of laughing here in the studio of how accurate our pro- portrayal of uh, Jeffy is. I mean, we understand <laughs> uh, it's
3: a little more subtle than he is. I would say, yeah, yeah, um, yes. yeah. It's pretty accurate. It's uh,
2: it's it's almost too subtle. Uh, so I hope it people gets, don't. It, get it, it comes across as to what we're doing there. I, mean, I think they do. I think they really. Do. I Part think of-
4: they
3: do. I do. Now this audience gets to come a little bit along on the journey with us. <laughs> yeah, they do uh, because they see <clears> this yeah. every single radio day. Audience. But They're the radio audience hard. just hears Jeffy say something completely normal, and then and all, all of a
5: sudden, W M L
6: T period
5: makes
3: no sense at all to them.
2: And he said it perfectly. If you at the very end of the radio program, we had a commercial where they had to read. Jeffy always has to read this disclaimer, which is nonsensical. Right, and he read it perfectly, but we <laughs> berated him anyway.
3: <laughs> we also were uh, talking about the Donald Trump thing at the end of the uh, program. Right. Yes, which he's been tweeting. He, Can um, I tell you? Sucks. I mean, he's terrible. Sucks. Um, and he's you know outwardly, in real time, no. going after tweeting no. Glenn, wow. which is bizarre. Mm-hmm. It's great. Uh, but he said, you know, Glenn's a failure. He's a, you know, a, a, what is he? A mental? Trying to find the actual tweet. He's tweeting a lot today. Uh, let's see. Yeah, is
2: there here? more than one uh, now?
4: Failing
3: host. Oh yeah, failing host. Uh, a mental basket case. And that part is a, it's a good <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that part I would say I agree with him. <laughs> he did nail that. <laughs> mm-hmm. He nailed that.
2: But uh, but I love super PACs.
3: Yeah, you know what? I freaking. By the way, I I, I am unabashedly a fan of super PACs. I love them. You know why? Because it's called the freaking First Amendment. You can, uh, you can give whatever fine. you want. You give whatever you want to, to whoever candidate. you want when it comes to free speech. And you get it back. What kind of conservative yeah, thinks the opposite? What kind of conservative says, you know what? I think people should be limited in spending uh, mm-hmm. their own money on their political speech unless they're the candidate in the race. Then they can spend all their own money that they want. And they can go out and get mm-hmm. business deals and cut business deals and manipulate the system, as he's admitted to multiple times, mm-hmm. and then take that money and spend it on his own political aspirations. But no one else can do that. You other people who are in business, screw off. Only I can do it because I'm running. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I have absolutely, mm-hmm. you know who, does, who has a problem with super PACs? Uh, Bernie Sanders, that's who. Bernie Sanders is the type of person who has a problem with super PACs. Hillary Clinton. No yeah, doubt. Hillary Clinton is another is another good example. They'll come out and criticize the Citizens United case. I, I tweeted uh, Donald back. Of course, obviously he doesn't. Uh, he did not respond. But what I uh, what I asked him was, so do you officially oppose the Citizens United ruling, uh, asking for a mental basket case friend, um, just <laughs> just to know. But mm. I am curious to know because is that that's a new. Uh, ultra-liberal stance he's taking and I like to try to catalog them there's so many of them it's hard to keep track of Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's interesting when he comes out officially and lists a new one which is why we were talking about it Uh, as far as I know he had not come out and said specifically that he uh, opposed uh, free speech um, even though he obviously seems to I mean he
2: opposes so so much of what's in the Constitution it's it's hard to get your head around it all and I'm so tired of his America doesn't win stuff, and it, every single closing of his now is America doesn't win anymore at anything. We don't win against China. We don't win against Canada. We don't win against Mexico. We don't win. So you're calling America losers, really, is what is what you're doing? And he's the only winner there is. He's. I, I'm so tired of his brag. He does two things. He brags and he demeans. He has no facts he has no discernible plan he ha- he can't even articulate his own plan that's outlined on his website for the uh border situation which didn't come from him obviously otherwise he could tell you yeah.
3: How he's going to get Mexico to pay for, the, not for only, the wall. Right. And we said this before when it first came out, because he, he, mm-hmm. one of the first days is his, you know, he's known for immigration. His mm-hmm. immigration plan comes out. Everyone's talking about it. And he is do, disagreeing with it publicly. Mm-hmm. He's saying things that aren't in the plan or op, op, opposing things that are in the plan. And at that time, we said, not only did he not write this, he hasn't even read it. Right. And still he hasn't read it. We're months later and he hasn't read the thing. Right. He still doesn't know what's in his own plan.
2: There were only two entities worse last night than uh, Donald Trump, one John Kasich, and the other the moderators at CNBC. Wow, they were bad. Holy crap. I mean, John Harwood mm. had such a palpable hatred for these guys. And really so did Carl uh, Quintanilla, but he was he was a little bit better when when he got like when Cruz hammered him on not asking decent questions. He said, "Well, do I at least get a break on this one?" We kind of played along yeah, a little yeah. bit. Harwood, on the other hand, just you could tell he was he pissed. was pissed, pissed. And then the question about you know all uh, many of their questions were Democrat related, like like these guys should stand for something that Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders do. Um, no. You understand you're talking to Republicans, right? To conservatives. And other than Donald Trump and maybe Jeb Bush, none of these guys are going to agree with that stuff. The question about what will you do to make sure people don't have student loan debts? You know, she was talking about the hundred our student loan debt in this country is up to a hundred billion dollars now. One hundred billion. And what's the president of the United States going to do about that? Uh, Nothing. What should the president of the United States do about that? Is he supposed to, is the government supposed to now micromanage the debt, the loan debt that people are taking out? Is he supposed to tell all the collegians, hey, don't take out debt or I'll wipe out your debt if you do take it out or let me make sure your college education is free? I mean, what are you supposed to do about loan debt? What a dumb question. I mean, y- you throw that question at Bernie Sanders because his intention is free college for everyone. Well, that's not going to be the platform of these Republicans. Yeah. Who do you think you're dealing with here? Uh, I mean, I would assume,
3: I mean, Jeez. there's a good chance that Donald Trump does have a policy like he that. He might. Who knows? Um, he might. You know, t- you know, the president, what could they do on that? I mean, pretty much nothing. Nothing. I mean, you know, could Barack Obama go to Harvard? Uh, maybe go to uh, you can ask them and say nicely. hey you know what guys I mean I'm trying to about make this thing about, your tuition you lower rate? your tuitions a little bit yeah. I mean this is a little crazy he can yeah. ask publicly and say you know what the right thing to do is colleges should lower um, their uh, tuition rates I mean you have a situation where uh, you're talking about tens of thousands of dollars to get through one year of school and the focus is constantly <laughs> on the two percent interest you pay on the back end yeah that's like well, well you know, maybe it's two percent, maybe it's four percent, but I mean, really, what it, it's the great scheme forgiven. of things—it's it's often I mean, they, forgiven.
2: They let you take a lifetime to pay it back. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you want with a college loan? It's—it's a, it's a crazy question. It's a—it's a crazy theory that something should be done by the government about student loans. What are you talking about? Yeah, really weird. I—I'm I, so tired of all this Marxist bull crap. I can't take it. I can't take the bashing of the upper 1% and, you know, every tax cut is only for the upper 1% when what they clearly outline is no taxes on the lower 50%. None. Zero. Even the Republicans are saying, look, if you make under $50,000 a year, you're not going to pay any taxes. Any taxes. And then But if they propose a flat tax, well, you're just helping out the wealthy because you're lowering their tax rate from thirty nine and a half percent to ten, which is what uh, Ted Cruz's plan would do. You can't win because of the Marxist mentality in this country anymore. It's it's really it's really horrific. Uh, Meanwhile, Ted Cruz took on CNBC. If you missed it on radio, uh, here's here's what he said to uh, and about the moderators.
7: Congressional Republicans, Democrats, and the White House are about to strike a compromise that would raise the debt limit, prevent a government shutdown, and calm financial markets that fear of another Washington-created crisis is on the way. Does your opposition to it show that you're not the kind of problem-solver American voters want?
5: You know, let me say something at the outset. The questions that have been asked so far in this debate illustrate why the American people don't trust the media. This is yeah. not a cage match. And you look at the questions. Donald Trump, are you a comic book villain? Ben Carson, can you do math? John Kasich, will you insult two people over here? Marco Rubio, why don't you resign? Jeb Bush, <laughs> why have your numbers fallen? How about talking about the substantive issues? Yeah. Have... yeah!
2: Yeah! Yeah, to go, goes. Good, Good this stuff. Is,
5: this
6: is like Good
2: stuff. Credit?
5: Oh, Do you play Carl, the I'm, a I'm not bit finished there? yet. The contrast with the Democratic debate, where every fawning question from the media mm-hmm. was, which of you is more handsome I- and wise?
2: <laughs> it's so true. It is so true. And, you know, at the very beginning of that, does that mean that you are uh, not prepared to be president of the United States? Yes, Carl. <laughs> Exactly. I don't even know why I got into this. I, I, you've just pointed out a major flaw. I am not prepared to be president.
3: <laughs> Damn it! Crap. I was ah. hoping I would get through this campaign without someone asking. <laughs> now? And now? Now I, you've exposed yeah, me for exactly. Oh. All right, I uh, withdraw my candidacy. Uh, super PAC. You're going to get yeah, your a, money back to the people. What? See a question.
2: Later. Let's play the very play the very beginning of that again, if you can, because the the question itself is truly amazing that he would even phrase it like that can we play it or or not?
7: Republicans, Democrats, and the White House are about to strike a compromise that would raise the debt limit, mm-hmm. prevent a government shutdown, and calm financial markets that fear of another Washington-created crisis is on the way. Does your opposition to it show that you're not the kind of problem solver <laughs> American
3: voters want? <laughs> Let me say something at the outset. Again, Carl, let me just say yes. Thank you
2: again for exposing me as not the kind of problem solver American voters want. (laughs) First of all, is he Kreskin? Do you know that uh, this deal is going to calm the financial markets? That's kind of an assumption on your part. Uh, Secondly, why is a government shutdown the worst thing that anybody's ever conceived? It's been shut down... I don't know how many dozens of times over the years. It's been shut down over and, over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And it doesn't hurt anything. It's fine if the government shuts down for a while. So what? Oh, well, It doesn't shut down, of course. And it doesn't shut down. 80% of the government continues to go as scheduled.
3: Uh, and, I, you know, we made this point many times uh, when this was going on. But if you have a non-essential employee... That you can send home during one of these things because they're non-essential. They should not be right. an employee. Yeah. Employees that are not non-essential are not uh, viable employees. You should you should be maybe not having them employed. Right. Thus uh, the now, name look, non-essential. Right, non-essential. If they're mm-hmm. essential, you want to employ them. If they're non-essential, mm. you don't want then to you employ. don't want to employ them. Now, mm-hmm. I understand it's pot calling the kettle black. We employ Jeffy. I get it. Well, uh, it's a legitimate assume. point. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's a great point. <laughs> However, we're a
2: private, <laughs> r- privately run business. Right. We're, we're not tax doing taxpayers it. paying for yeah. that. Exactly. Right. You get to choose whether so. you
3: sign up for this uh, service to pay your yes. salary. Which That's again, correct. I mean, in, in a way, it's really their fault.
2: Let's be honest about it. No, you you hit the nail on the head yeah. there. It's, it's, it's the viewers'
3: fault. You, you, you know, did. it's the Listen, you listener's Blaze Radio listener's fault. You know, you tune in you at six a.m. It. on Saturday. What well, do you think that encourages? Encourages him. Encourages him to keep coming in. That's on right. Blaze Radio. <laughs> stop doing that. You, you download his podcast, mm-hmm. Blaze.com radio, stop doing that. It just encourages him.
2: Here's one of those questions that uh, Cruz was talking about from uh, John Harwood when he, talk, when he asked uh, Trump this.
7: You've done very well in this campaign so far by promising oh. to build a wall and make another country pay for it. Right. Send 11 million people out of the country. Cut taxes $10 trillion without increasing the deficit. Right. Right. And make Americans better off because your greatness would replace the stupidity and incompetence of others. That's right. Let's be honest. <laughs> right. Is this a comic book version of a presidential no, campaign? It's not a comic book. And it's not a very nicely asked question the way you say that. Uh, Larry Kudlow, as an example, who I have a lot of respect for, loves my tax plan. We're reducing taxes to 15%. We're bringing corporate taxes down, bringing money back in, corporate inversions. We have Two and a half trillion dollars outside of the United States, which we want to bring back in. As far as the wall is concerned, we're going to build a wall. We're going to create a border. And you're going we're going to, to let people in, but they're going to come it. in legally. legally. They're going to come a in door. legally.
2: A, a nice door, a special door, a beautiful, beautiful door. door. Phenomenal door. It's I've a heard. phenomenal door. It's a terrific door. It's a It's a door of doors. It's going to be a winning door. You're going to get tired of winning. This door is going to be so winning, you're going to get tired of it. You'll be tired of the door because it wins so often. <laughs> it's a winning door. It's a winning, terrific, special, terrific, phenomenal door.
3: Um, this, though, proves how bad CNBC was because yeah, really I was actually it. rooting for Donald Trump in that. Yeah. Now, yeah, I do not yeah. do that very often. Yeah. Um, and, and you know what? He, it wasn't
2: a very nice question. The it way it he
3: wasn't a nice question. It, it was a, a ridiculous question. And, and by the way, it was a question I would ask. But I'm not a freaking moderator at a debate. Do right. I think it's a comic book campaign? Yeah, I think and, it is. And
2: really, I don't know if you'd ask him that question that way, at a debate like that.
3: Not as a debate. Not no. in a debate. It's not the, the form for that.
2: A would we say that on show the radio? Sure.
6: Absolutely. I've said
3: much worse. Sure. Um, now, but his, his response, yeah. however, was actually a great response, which is a highly respected member of CNBC's staff, that yeah. they've given a show for the past 20 years, yeah. says what you're saying is wrong. So you better be asking, you know, is John Harvey going to be as tough as tough on Larry Kudlow uh, as he was on Donald Trump? I doubt um, it. My guess is no. Um, you know, and Larry Kudlow not some, uh, you know, not some idiot that's just coming into this game. The guy knows this stuff pretty well. Um, mm. You know, as much as I'm not, I'm not a fan of Donald Trump in any way. Uh, his tax plan is not even close to the best of the candidates available. But it's certainly better than what we have now. Well,
2: just, I, I mean, I, I don't know that you could put your finger on it this quickly, but whose is the best? Ted Cruz. Okay. Yeah, you did. You were and, able to put your finger on it.
3: And I will say, the other person who really deserves some credit out of this is Rand Paul. Because Rand Paul because he's the one that stepped up in the first place. He stepped up, and we said this at the time, it opens mm-hmm. him up to attack. Because he mm-hmm. launched uh, his tax plan very early on in the game, 14.5% flat tax. Mm-hmm. And at the time, we said, the good thing about this is it's going to make everyone else come out and beat it. Or at least p- compete with it. So Ted Cruz is, has come out now at 10 percent. Others have said 14, 15. I think Rick Santorum's at 20, but all of them are good, more flat uh, than, uh, than normal. Uh, getting rid of uh, uh, multiple tax brackets, deductions, simplifying the tax code. They've all had to f- been been forced to compete with Rand Paul because he came out and did it so early. He deserves a lot of credit for that. Now mm-hmm. I think Ted Cruz would have come out with a good tax plan anyway, but this one's better than even I expected. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it, it, I mean it's great. We got to go over some of the details of this, mm-hmm. maybe as we go through these clips, because I know we're All running right? a little bit late. Let's but you're not going to believe. I mean, this is the best. This is the best tax proposal that I have seen, that I can remember in a, ta- in a, in a debate, uh, any any election since I've been born. So, pretty good. It's pretty good. You're saying it's pretty good. Mm -hmm. I would. All right. Uh, More patents to it coming up in a second. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, no matter what challenges you believe our country could be facing in the future, like, for example, a terrible, horrific president that happens to wear a pantsuit, it's time to get prepared. Oh, my yes.
2: Oh, my yes. You know, times are tough. Getting prepared can be difficult when you're doing it on a budget. But that's where My Patriot Supply comes in. Because, man, do they have a deal for you. It is a, a special deal. But this... This really is special. Unlike all the things that Donald Trump calls special, this is a four-week emergency food supply for $99.
3: Call 888-893-9140. Now, you don't want to uh, just leave this out anywhere. You want to build a special wall around your food supply. You do. But you do want to make a a beautiful big door for people to come in legally and eat if they need to. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you want them to. If you want them to, it's okay. It's only available, however, if you call 888-893-9140. Now the number again, 888-893-9140. It's limited to per household, but it's four Mm -hmm. weeks of food for 50% off the normal price. And it's free shipping as well. When Um, should I call? Well, it's uh, right now. You should do it right now. 888 893 9140. Do it with a special phone. 888 893 9140. Call now. It'll work on a regular phone, though. Oh, yeah. If you don't have a special one, that's true. It's going to work on a regular
1: phone. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do?
2: Triple A727 Beck. It's Pat and Stew. Welcome. Uh, you know, I I don't know. The, the, uh, the debate last night, I loved it, frankly. I, I thought it was great because, first of all, Ted Cruz was awesome. Secondly, CNBC exposed themselves for the uh, progressive agenda that they have. Uh, their journalists are not journalists. They're people with an agenda. Um, and Donald Trump, I thought, sucked last night. Now, his supporters never think that. Uh, he he could vomit into the microphone and... Oh, Trump was great tonight. Did you see that? The, the puke that came out of him wasn't even chunky. I, I mean, that's what you'd hear from them. Mm-hmm. It would be... I mean, it's agonizing. Somebody put on my uh, Facebook page that they didn't watch the debate because they're sold. They know what was going to happen... Trump's the best, and that's who they're voting for. Well, based on what? First of all, he he was awful last night, as he usually is. Uh, secondly, what, what policy of his do you like? If you're a conservative, I'd, I'd really like to know what policies you like. Lo- uh, obviously, there's immigration. But there's no way he's going to be able to do the things he says he's going to be able to do. He, Mexico is not going to pay for the wall. Are you going to build a wall? I'm, I'm, if you can get a fence built, that would be a great thing. And we can't even do that. In 2006, a fence was mandated. Still haven't done that.
3: It's the one, I heard a stat the other day that um, of the felt, the fence he would want to build, uh, 400 miles of it is... Private property owned right. by individuals—that's part of the problem. Um, yeah, and that is part of the problem. <laughs> he um, could uh, I guess again, he, I mean, it's domain. Domain for right? him is, is kind of like a big passion. So M-N-O maybe you know, I guess, and that you know, it's a more obviously a more legitimate use of eminent domain than, you know, a building a lot. casino. Right. Mm-hmm. So I guess he wouldn't have a problem with that. But that would be an interesting debate because if these people obviously want their land mm-hmm. um, and they you know want to be able to do with it as they please. That's not necessarily a concern of Donald Trump, but it, it would be an interesting thing as it went forward. Um, and I, you know, you got to believe that these people, you know, if that fence actually was built, um, he w- they would probably want to put the fence up because, you know, people would just start crossing through their yard.
2: Yeah. Necessarily, what they want. Well, and that's what they're doing now. So, mm-hmm. if you're on the border and you have land on the border, I would think you'd be amenable to the, the federal government putting a fence at the edge of it, because mm-hmm. obviously your your land is not spilling into Mexico. It's not going to hurt you at all if the fence is built on the border
3: of your land. It's going to stop illegal aliens from crossing into your. The, the, the point you keep saying your land. Um, I don't know if you're aware of this, mm-hmm. but uh, this land is my land. This land is your land. Mm -hmm. from California to the New York Island. It's all ours. There's no ownership. It's all ours together. Or at least it's all Donald's when he wants it. Um, And I think that's in the song somewhere. You'll have to look that up. Uh, But that's kind of a, it'll be an interesting thing. I mean, you're right, immigration. Did he mention another policy last night? Not I mean, that I know of. Look, it's no. a big part of this. Well, he's going to bring in jobs. He's going to bring in jobs. Yeah, but millions. It's but not a policy. M- m- well,
2: millions of millions jobs. Millions of jobs. And he's going to bring... How are you going to do that? I'm going to bring ba- jobs back from China. I'm going to bring jobs back from Mexico. We're going to win. And we're going to win. We're, this country doesn't win.
3: Pat. It's a brilliant policy yeah. to just win. So he's just going to, I guess, out-negotiate It's people. like a,
2: a football coach that says, we're, we're going to win every game. Don't worry well, about it for running or passing. Or do you playing have a really good quarterback? No. Uh, do you have uh, a really good running back? Do you have a good offensive line? How's your defense? Well, we're just going to
3: win. Well, it's like we're not going to come up with a game we're plan. Just gonna we're win. just going to put, you know, the best players we think on the field. Because, you know, the, I'm They're such a great quarterback. Players. I'm They're just really going to win players. whether I know where the receivers are going or not. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I mean, it's such a bad. Look, people are starting to obviously figure this out. And there's his <laughs> there, there's a core of his support. There's two kinds of supporters of Trump, in my opinion, which are some people who are just sort of in that birther mode where they've liked him since then and they're never going to change because he's the only one with the guts to say that Barack Obama wasn't born where he was born. And I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. OK, fantastic. He, those people, you know, what are you going to do? There's another part which we had a caller today who I think is uh, representative of probably a larger part of that audience, uh, or that voting block, which... Or people who just, you know, look, they're not paying attention. They like people who scream uh, at, at the media and, uh, and you know, uh, don't back down, even though he backs down all the time. But he certainly has the persona of not backing down. Um, and they like that, and, it, and they're not involved yet. And when they get involved and they see that Ted Cruz can also take on the media, mm-hmm. and even Marco Rubio can also take on the media, uh, and yep. their policies are much more conservative, Um, By the way, everybody on that stage, including the people you don't like, like Jeb Bush uh, and uh, John Kasich, they're all considerably more conservative than Donald Trump. Considerably. It's not even close. So you look at that, maybe people, when they see, okay, we've got people who still have balls. You know, maybe they want a guy Mm. with balls. Trump has balls. So, you know, hey, but Cruz, you know what? He also does. Uh, A lot of the people uh, on that stage do. Um, and you know, you know a lot doesn't Carly Fiorina. Probably not. Janem Balls. I don't I don't know, you know, probably I'm not gonna say <laughs> certainly not the type we're talking. About. No, no, that's yeah. right. So
2: um, <laughs> here he is uh, here's Trump though, articulating a brilliant, brilliant plan about something or other. Let's watch and see if we can figure they it out they built
7: the Great Wall of China that's thirteen thousand miles. Here we actually need a thousand because we have natural barriers. So we need a thousand. We can do a wall. We're going to have We're a big, fat, a beautiful door right in the middle of the wall. we have people come wall. in, but they're coming in legally. legally. And mm-hmm. Mexico's going to pay for the wall because Mexico, I love the Mexican people. Yep. I respect the Mexican leaders, but mm-hmm. the leaders are much sharper, smarter, and more cunning than our leaders. And just to finish, people say, oh, how are you going to get Mexico to pay? A politician, other than the people on this stage, I don't want to win. So a politician cannot get them to pay. I can We lose. We have a trade imbalance. Mm-hmm. But, with Mr. Mexico. Trump, hold on second, you, 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 a second, John.
5: You're $50 billion seconds. We're at 60 seconds. We're at 60 Believe me, seconds. the wall is
2: peanuts. What? Okay.
5: People ask him
2: all the time, how are you going to get Mexico to pay for the wall? It's easy. We have a... We're losing $50 billion to Mexico every year. Billion? Billion. Hmm. And so that's why they're going to pay for the wall. as a special so, bonus to us because they've already taken $50 billion, so they think, well, alright, let's bonus back the wall to them?
3: Uh, how Wait, let's, let's actually try to walk through that policy for a second. <laughs> so because we're losing in a trade, imba- in his perspective, we're losing with a trade imbalance. Mm-hmm. That puts us in a position of strength to negotiate for more things. Doesn't seem like it to me. Usually no. when you're losing mm-hmm. a battle, that's a position of weakness. Right. But that puts him mm-hmm. in a position of strength because we're losing money and we depend so much on them and their products right. that we can get more stuff from them. Like, for example, we also have a trade imbalance with China. Mm-hmm. So why don't we have them? I mean, they built the Great wall, the wall of China. Why not come have them come build things here for free, too? Um, they can pay for lots of stuff. In fact, we're, you know, as, as Donald Trump tells it, we get our ass kicked by everybody. So really, mm-hmm. everybody should be coming here flooding into the country to build things for us for free. Because whenever we lose, that's when you get people to build stuff for you.
2: Let's, let's give him a break and, and okay. actually go to the website where he kind of outlines, uh, not he somebody some policy person uh for trump actually tried to outline how they're going to make uh mexico pay for the wall all right let's see if this is really workable uh first of all he says a nation without borders is not a nation nation without laws is not a nation a nation that does not serve its own citizens is not a nation i agree with all three of those things Mm -hmm make mexico pay for the wall then for many years mexico's leaders have taken advantage of us blah 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 uh in 2011 uh, so he goes through the problem okay now here we go here's the solution mexico must pay for the wall and until they do the united states will among other things impound all remittance payments derived from illegal wages Ah, uh, that's
3: how on earth are you doing How that? do you do that? So, an illegal alien is here. We yeah. don't obviously know about right. it cuz under this Trump administration we've already deported all the illegal aliens. Mm-hmm. But the illegal aliens are here. Yeah. Um, and they're sending money back to Mexico. And they're sending money so they're take, they're getting, you know, $100 in cash from a construction project and then they're sending that Western Union or something back to, or in an envelope, back to... Do you to, impound all payments going back to Mexico? Do, Is that what do, you do you impound, maybe you impound all mail going all from mail. here to Mexico? Right. Is that how you do that? Uh, what, what would be the, the process? So that
2: seems difficult. Okay. Increase fees on all temporary visas issued to Mexican CEOs
3: and diplomats. Eh, it doesn't seem like it's going to pay for the wall. Also, I, I, my um, understanding of the law... Mm-hmm. Uh, itself is that you have to treat people equally. You don't get to just charge certain jobs. Right. That's another problem. That's another problem. Another minor.
2: Okay. We're going to increase fees on all border crossing cards, of yeah. which we issue about a million to Mexican nationals each year, a major source of visa overstays. That's also not going to pay for the wall. But
3: that, that you could theoretically at least do you that. You could do it, that. It would, it would That's pay. one thing you could I mean, do. what He didn't say how much he was going to increase it by. Maybe he would make each one, $1 000, 000. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a million dollars. If he
2: does that,
3: that, okay. that and, and they still come, right. then he would, could pay for the wall yes. that way.
2: Uh, we're going to increase fees on all NAFTA worker visas from Mexico. It's another major source of overstays. Mm-hmm. And increase fees at ports of entry to the United States from Mexico. Tariffs. And foreign aid cuts are also options we will not be taken advantage of anymore. So th- that's so, I mean, that's the proposal that he
3: doesn't pr- apparently even know because he's never said any. Of the those proposal things. is protectionism, is what the pr- proposal is. Yeah, and pr- protectionism is not something that Ronald Reagan wanted. It's not a conservative. Certainly, it's not a conservative thing. ideal. It's it's uh, it's something mm-hmm. that is uh, that been has been a uh, the, the area of the union left mm-hmm. for many 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 generations. Uh, if that's mm-hmm. what you want, you got a party that does it. It's called the Democratic Party. You just don't. You don't right. need a Republican to do those sorts of things. Now, the Republicans suck on a, on a lot of stuff, but they're not. Put, they're not putting. Um, they're not doing generally tariffs. doing new tariffs. Yeah. Um, some people would. There are some protectionist Republicans, but it's uh, the vast minority, and it's certainly not what we think of when we think of conservatism and free market principles and free trade. Mm. Um, those are the things that Ronald Reagan built. Uh, his conservative foundation on. Um, and look, I'm not saying that you can't disagree with things that have been traditionally conservative. Um, but w- what I, my problem is that the people voting for this guy seem to think he is conservative. Right. It's okay. Like, there are much more, you know, there used to be a lot of people like Trump. The Rockefeller Republicans were Trump, very Trumpish. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the, the very liberal Republicans of the 60s and 70s are very similar to Donald Trump today. Um, those people largely have left and become Democrats. I mean, you know, wh- what's the space between Donald Trump and Lincoln Chafee, who's now a Democrat, or Arlen Specter, who became a Democrat, or Charlie Crist? They're well, they all the same people. Arlen's not breathing. That's the space there. I don't know, I just saw an interview with him yesterday. <laughs> uh, it was really slow and he sounded like a car towards the end of it, but it was amazing.
2: There's um, more Pat, and Steve coming up Oh,
3: see, I heard him. See, there's another clip. Thanks, Harlan. Back to a second. It looked really sexy. That, oh, God. Well, any Harlan Specter looks a like good one. But...
2: I didn't leave life. Life left me. No, that
3: and, uh, one's actually probably true.
2: Hello, it's uh Patton Stewart, triple eight seven two seven back. Kind of dissecting uh, last night's big debate on CNBC. Uh, they were horrible. Um, i, I don 't know that there 's been anybody worse, certainly not this year. Has there been anybody worse? Somebody uh, put up on my Facebook page last night that the big winner was Candy Crowley because somebody was actually worse than she was yeah, yeah. so she no longer has the title of being the worst debate
3: moderator of all time i 've never seen anything like that I, I think I, like, it was really bad i don 't know what i mean i don 't know that i, I don 't know those people i don 't I don't watch cnbc yeah, enough i don 't know what like are they big liberals i mean i, I don 't know maybe. Part of me thinks that it sure just, felt like it. Yeah. Part of me thinks that it's just like they wanted to be tough. They wanted to get in their face. Yeah, but there's a way to, to be tough, yeah.
2: but also fair. And also, you know, like that. I thought, Fox was tough.
3: Yeah. Tough, but they but weren't fair.
2: asking ridiculous questions like, "Doesn't that mean that you're a scumbag?" Yeah. Well, uh,
3: well, yes. You know what it, it does. does. It does, you know what? Actually, thank, thank you for asking. You. Okay, I can finally admit <clears throat> it to everyone I am a scumbag.
2: And that's kind of what Harwood asked uh, about Trump last night. He he asked Huckabee about Trump's moral authority. Check this out.
7: The leading Republican candidate, when you look at the average of national polls right now, is Donald Trump. When you look at him, do you see someone with the moral authority to unite the country?
5: You know, as few questions I've got, the last one I need is to give him some more time. I love Donald Trump. He is a good man. I'm wearing a Trump tie tonight. Get over that one, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Is that made in Mexico? I don't know.
7: Mexico. Is it made? Is it made in, China? made in China? or Mexico? I have no idea. Actually, yeah, that is China, China or Mexico? By way, such a nasty, such a nasty question. But thank you, Governor. You're
5: welcome. <laughs> let me tell you, Donald Trump would be a better president every day of the week and twice on Sunday rather than Hillary. I've spent yes. a lifetime in politics yeah, probably true. fighting yeah. the Clinton it's machine. You <laughs> want to talk Susan about I'll what we're, we're going to be up no. against next year? <laughs> I'm the only guy on this stage. You know, everybody has an only guy. I'm the only guy this. I'm the only guy that. Well, let me tell you one thing that I am the only guy. All right. The only guy tell that us. has consistently fought the Clinton machine every election I was ever in over the past 26 years. What? That, I wasn't
2: sure. I guess uh, I the Clinton machine, Arkansas, did they yeah. try to defeat him in Arkansas? They put up some other candidate because he didn't he run did, against
4: him. And in that same uh, ending that they cut off, he did a Pat Gray with and lived to tell about it. <laughs>
2: yeah, I did, didn't Because of the 49 dead that yeah. they've killed. Yeah.
3: Uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that was a weird... I <laughs> really liked his, weird. his first answer. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to give him any more time, which I thought was a, kind of All a right. funny yeah. uh, way of Way, But for on. him, to defend Trump was kind of a classy act. Yeah, you saw... Uh, that was an interesting microcosm of the whole debate. Because mm-hmm. you get someone... They're trying to, freaking, of course, direct the, uh, the uh, attention back to Trump. Um, Uh, you had a a bring us together type moment from Huckabee. Mm -hmm. You had uh, Trump, who used to be the guy who was insulting everyone for some reason and he's not that guy anymore until he gets back on Twitter. And then you had Bush who decided, I'm going to be aggressive this time, trying to get that little line in there about the ties being made in China and Mexico. Was
2: it made in Mexico or made in China? Was it made in Mexico or China? Mexico or China? To Mexico, yeah, China, Thailand. Back, Maybe back. it was Idaho. So, was it, was was it, it was? Idaho? No, it wouldn't be Idaho. Was it Iowa? No, it wouldn't be that because that's in America. Was it Canada?
3: Now back trying to get that herd bad. So bad. That, by the way, is a good so point. It is However, a good it just doesn't. its yeah, it is. You know, it didn't land. And Bro. and sometimes, that you know, Jeffy will tell you. Uh, wow. Jeffy will explain this to you in detail. But uh, when you bomb a joke, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> You don't keep trying to get it in because you're convinced everyone else just didn't hear you. Jeffy? You you move on with your life. Well, you have to. You have to. You just got, like, sometimes they don't work. Believe me. Believe Jeffy. You get the line in, and if it's not there... I know. Shut up. Yeah, don't try. <laughs> Unless you can think of a completely new way of wording it, or some other like, y- y- you can't just repeat it six times and hope by the well, sixth. To- oh, sure. they haven't heard it yet. Oh, now they've heard it. They're going to love it. it. just doesn't. That's just not the way it works. <laughs> was, it, was it the People's Republic of Congo? Was it? Was it you're you're mm-hmm. just
2: naming countries. No yeah, job. Nobody's even listening to you anymore. Uh, but uh, he, he also had a rough time when he jumped in against uh... marco rubio and rubio put him in his place Mm. this is awful for her look at that he's a gifted politician
8: but marco when you signed up for this this was a six-year term and you should be showing up to work i mean literally the senate what is it like a french work week you get like three days where you have to show up You can campaign Mm. or just resign and let someone else take the job. There are a lot of people Mm. living paycheck to paycheck in Florida as well. They're looking for a senator that will fight for them each and every day.
6: I get to respond, right? 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Well, it's interesting. Over the last few weeks, I've listened to Jeb as you've walked around the country and said that you're modeling your campaign after John McCain, that you're going to launch a furious comeback the way he did by fighting hard in New Hampshire and places like that, carrying your own bag at the airport. You know how many votes John McCain missed when he was carrying out that furious comeback that you're now modeling it under? Now, Jeb, I don't remember... Well, let me tell you, I don't remember you ever complaining about John McCain's vote record. The only reason why you're doing it now is because we're running for the same position, and someone has convinced you that attacking me is going to help you. I've been. Here's the bottom line. I'm not, I've been, well, I can't pay you. It's going to be about the future Trump. of America. It's not going to be about attacking anyone else on this stage. I will continue to have tremendous admiration and respect oh, for Governor really? Bush. Wow. I'm not running against Governor Bush. I'm not running against anyone on the stage. I'm running for president because there is no way we can elect Hillary John. Clinton to continue the policies hey, of Barack I, I think there's a
2: bigger issue.
3: there's a bigger issue. Don What, Donald? What was
2: Trump yelling
7: there
3: at the end? I don't even know. know. I don't know. I don't know. Well who wasn't friends? <laughs> Bush and Rubio aren't friends? Mm. What, what
2: what why dumb you, should, uh, you no. know he should everybody else should stay out of that because he Rubio is. just did that so masterfully yeah. uh, stay and, out and Jeb's trying desperately to recover at the end. I'm sorry, you're already laying on the floor with your throat slit. You might as well shut up, yeah, yeah. and I will I mean, say we just hear you gurgling now,
3: yeah, and you know you might think about oh, Jeb Bush well he's not What is he fifth or sixth, and you know what's uh-huh. the big deal? The big deal here is the money that gets freed yeah. up if, if yeah. Bush gets pushed out of this race. He's the guy who's brought in over $100 million. Where does that cash go? The guy it probably goes to is Marco Rubio. Could go to Fiorina a little bit. Uh, could go to Chris Christie if he can make a push. Uh, but that's really it. So those, Rubio particularly, as the guy who's just you know uh, politically slaughtered uh, Jeb Bush, He's a beneficiary of that uh, if mm-hmm. this goes away. And I think you might be seeing, if you see Jeb Bush hit 2%, you know, 3%, 2%, 2% mm-hmm. in the next few polls, it may be time. I don't think he'll, I don't think he'll bail until he sees real
2: failure. Yeah. So you probably understand who we think won the debate last night. At least I do. I, I, thought, I thought it was Ted Cruz. Yeah, and Rubio. I think, think so R- too? Cruz Rubio and Rubio was, were the two. It was close between the two of them.
3: Glenn wrote a list, and, and sometimes I don't agree at all with Glenn after the It's, it's fun to come <laughs> yeah. in and, cause, and p- compare notes because sometimes he's like, oh, that guy was great. I'm like, he was terrible. Yeah. Um, but uh, the, he, his top three, I think, were uh, Cruz, Rubio, and Christie. And I don't tend to agree with that. Yeah, Um, you know, there are other people I thought that did a good job in there. You know, I thought Fiorina didn't hurt herself at all. Um, No, she was solid. Ben Carson, I thought, you know, I don't think he does a great job in those things. But Mm -mm. you know, for him, having less time to speak and and is actually not a bad thing. Like I think for him, it just stay back, be nice, and don't hurt yourself. And I think he did that.
2: Theory. Yep. I mean, he just he's perfectly content to stand there.
3: And not be asked
2: a single question. Well, the one
4: debate, I, well, maybe it was the last one that he, you know, he was, he actually did say, "Oh, nice of you to remember did he? I was here." Did he? Because last night he's like got just a little standing time there all night. <laughs> yeah. Long. Well, that's and maybe so. that's the you know maybe that's the advice you got. Maybe. Look, don't complain about it. Just. Take what they give you. Can we
3: uh, quickly, while we're on uh, Rubio, uh, hit uh, John Harwood one more time because he mm-hmm. deserves it so yes. much after that debate. He came out and was criticizing Rubio's tax plan, saying that the, the top 1% uh, get all the benefit and the people at the bottom oh, don't. Right. Rubio yeah. said, no, that's not true at all. You don't know what you're talking about. I'm quoting mm-hmm. the tax foundation. Uh, you need to, uh, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm quoting the tax foundation. Um, well, uh, unfortunately, the tax foundation has responded uh, and <laughs> said that Rubio was right.
0: God, it's great.
3: <laughs> that is so great. Oh, that guy was awful last Oops, night. He's... Harwood was
2: awful. I don't yeah. know this guy at I don't all, know but he, is, he yeah. was terrible. And,
3: and, there was that, I, I, the girl. I, I don't know. I honestly don't know any of them. I've I seen their either. faces a little bit on TV. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know Harwood at all, but the the the, the girl. Uh, what's her name? Becky uh, Quick. Becky Quick, and the guy I've seen on on. And it, it her, seen she had him. that weird thing where she when she was insulting, she did a little like thing like this where she wouldn't look at them. Did you notice that? No. She'd be like, uh, you are a piece of uh, filth, um, and you live in squalor <laughs> like, like Jeffy. <laughs> and I just don't want you to, you know. So Wait. what do you think, um, realizing that you're a piece of filth, how do you feel about my question? It was like that type of thing. She mm-hmm. did that the whole time, which was I kind of a reason. funny approach. Um, and then she said that Jeffy was a piece of, piece of filth, which I did appreciate. Mm-hmm. The, the two people I do think deserve, though, um, a, uh, clearance from the CNBC debacle are Rick Santelli, who mm-hmm. asked two Good questions about the Fed and yeah. was fine. Yeah. He's just super animated yep. and people do Yeah, people don't understand him, but he they doesn't deserve one. to get lumped in with, with the bias. No. And also Jim Cramer, who asked a couple of good yeah. questions, yeah. And okay. d- did not show when bias. When they had his mic up, was when that, he
4: started the one first question... He, That's how terrible that debate was, the whole production uh, on, was bad on the bad. part of CNBC. The whole production was bad.
2: But uh, as far as who won the debate, according to CNBC's poll, which was an online poll, and Trump wins all these. Anyone, this is no yeah. exception. Trump won the online poll, forty-five point six. But what's interested, what's interesting, is that uh, Cruz took second in the online poll that CNBC did. Uh, with almost 20%, then Marco Rubio at 15 yeah. Ben Carson way back at 47 now,
3: Cruz hasn't been second in any of these, so you, this is no, not a biased great. thing. But when it's Ron great. Paul was going through his big run, I would always look at those polls and say, okay, you got Ron Paul, and then everyone else you kind of take, okay, that could be a little bit of an actual reflection. Yeah. Ron Paul was always at a, the same thing with Donald right. this time. Yep. Um, you just can't look at his because his people go in there. And, you know, to his their credit, I mean, they're active, they're active. But, I mean, you can't get it on the Internet. So.
2: Yeah. 888-727-VEC, in more patents still come up.
3: I like that show. It's, it's it's interesting, although I guess it's on a network of uh, some guy who's really mentally disturbed. Failing you know, like yeah, yeah. show host. Uh, Heard from uh, Donald Trump. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. He said he's failing and, and that he's, he's. And he's disturbed, crazy, insane, or something. Like I don't know. So that was really funny.
2: Triple eight seven two seven back that's two. It's kinda interesting. China has ended their one child cap policy after three decades. Zero uh, now? Will anybody have any kids? No, no I kids? Think Zero. You can have two. Oh. You can have two now. Uh, the party central committee approved plans to allow all couples to have two children. That is so wow. that's because um, they had a they've they've just had an effort to boost the birth rate. By two million a year, but after decades of in discouraging people from having children, uh, they're only producing about 1.1 million people. Um, only 1.1 million of the 11 million couples eligible to have a second child. So they did have about a million people who could have more than one child, and that hasn't increased the birth rate yet. So now they've opened it up, making it blanket all the all the couples. Uh, It's amazing. Can you
3: imagine how restrictive that is? Wow! What an invasion! I mean, and I I say this, really asking it this time. Mm -hmm. Normally, you just say, "Can you imagine if that happened?" Can you imagine our government coming and saying you can only Uh, have one child? I kind of can. I'm getting there. Yes, I really can. I mean, with an environmental policy, where they would say, "You know what? Look, I'm sorry. Only one." Yeah, you you almost can can picture it. You kind of can't do and you'd say, "Wait a minute, that's unconstitutional." And they would say, they'd, "They don't care," and they do it. Uh, they say, "Well, you can't by executive have kids, order, we're
2: letting you choose whether you can have one or none."
3: And because they, say, they would
2: say, "You can have the Constitution, or you can have a planet to yep. live on." Right, and There's look, you know, we have to do something. I mean, right. What are you suggesting? I'm um, suggesting to continue to have children. No, wow. Look at this, look at this breeder over right. here. Right, This Typical breeder. Right. Wow, it's too much. It's too much. A, 727 back. You know who I thought had a rough night last night was uh, Rand Paul. No kidding. He had a rough night at the debate. Where he had a good night, I think, was uh, here. Yeah. But that was pre-recorded. So, uh, he sounded
4: great here on the radio know, He was great. He was, television show. he was
2: really good on radio. He was good on TV. At
3: the debate, not so much. Like, not so much. There are a lot of candidates that are better candidates than presidents. Uh, Rand Paul strikes me <laughs> as the opposite. I think he would be a better president than he is a candidate. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that you can, I mean. I'm kind of surprised, too. I thought he'd be a pretty good candidate. I did, too. He just, you know, he's really, I think he's good in interviews and not so great in debates. And really not so great in debates where there's 5,000 people on stage. And you're supposed to interrupt to get your voice heard. It's just not his bag. Like, even if this was, if this was Mitt Romney versus Rand Paul right now. I think he might do I think fairly Rand Paul well.
2: Crushes him.
3: Yeah, I think yeah, he might but... do fairly well in that. If it was George W. Bush uh, back in 2000 versus uh, Rand Paul, like it, right. it would be better for him. it's just this with so many people out there, it's so hard mm-hmm. to differentiate yourself. And he just doesn't have that like
2: type of personality that's able to break through and on this. He was the one who decided to whine about the time he was getting. Yeah, yeah. and it's just I, I don't know if it was because. It was so unappealing at the Democrat debate, and now it's kind of spilled over into the Republicans. It always is, where it though, just, right? Stop your whining about it and just take the time you have.
4: Yeah, do make the most of what you've got. I mean, he right. was he was pissed anyway, right? Started yesterday with
2: the room, yeah.
4: whining about the room, saying yeah, the room the, they the gave the the green was too room small.
2: at the debate was small and ugly compared to the the other candidates. And so then he was been pissed
4: about that, worrying yeah. about that, and he got on stage and didn't have a cup. I didn't get enough time.
2: How come I wasn't asked that question? Yeah. Right. Nobody's mentioning me. Yeah, when you talk about the process, and then when, it, when do I get a follow-up? He he had a follow-up, and everybody else got follow-ups. <laughs> when do I get to say right. my follow-up time? And who's just, Who decides? What are the rules? I don't know what the I'm... rules are here. Why don't you tell me the rules? Yeah,
3: and right. on the other hand, Marco Rubio had a moment where he said, um, uh, something effective. Do I get to? Do I get to respond? And they said yes because it was his name was mentioned. He goes, "Good, I finally learned the rules." All right. So yeah, right. And, it and that was great. disarming and was. self-deprecating yes. and like, yep. I, you know, I, I'm not. It worked. It's yes, easy it to sit back and say, hey, why did he do this? It's not an easy yeah. thing. There's, yeah. This is a, an impossible room with 10 people in there. When John Kasich is getting the second most minutes, you are going to be pissed <laughs> off. And Rand Paul should have been pissed off. He didn't get enough time. <laughs> but it's just so hard to figure out a way to, to communicate that, get your message out, hit those points, um, and, uh, and, and do it without looking whiny. And the other problem with Rand Paul, I think, in this uh, particular um, f- venue is... What happens with a guy like Rand Paul, who does actually have a different approach than a lot of these other candidates, he's not a normal Republican. He's essentially a libertarian. And so what winds up happening with him a lot of times is when you only have four questions, they pick the things that make you so different than the typical Republican. So they'll focus on things like, and it did not happen last night that much, but it's happened in other debates. They'll ask him a question about foreign policy. They'll ask him a question about drugs. They'll mm-hmm. ask him a question about, um, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of a couple of other uh, things that are kind of offbeat that Rand Paul would, would, uh, would support. And then you just look like you don't even belong at the debate because all you've done is sit here and disagree with all the other Republicans and everything that Republican Party has stood for for a long time. Mm -hmm. When in reality, there's a lot of good with Rand Paul where he goes further on the good things. For example, tax policy or or, um, government regulation or things like that, where he actually is better than a lot of the Republicans.
2: Yeah. So Uh, but he was less whiny during the uh, discussion with Glenn. Here's a look at that.
8: We're not the country, and this isn't the world of 2008. It's just not. Um, I agree with you that we have to, we can't go bankrupt, because then we, we, everything's gone. But ISIS is real. Um, what's happening, the, the fundamental transformation of Europe is happening. When you look right. at the, the immigrants that are coming over, the refugees, that all happen to be military age, 18, 24, males, You know that Europe's about to go to state. But,
0: you know, I warned about ISIS in 2013. We had a vote in the Foreign Relations Committee about whether we should send arms to Islamic rebels fighting against Assad. And I said it in the committee. I said, are any of these groups uh, in support of recognizing Israel as a country? Absolutely not. These are the people we're giving arms to. Do any of these people like Israel or like the United States? Absolutely not. And I said, the great irony is... The people you are arming today, we will be back within a year fighting against our own arms. I warned them. I didn't know the name ISIS. I didn't know IS. I didn't know any Mm -hmm. of that. But I knew that they were radical jihadists and it was a mistake to give them weapons because ultimately they would turn those weapons on us. One of the groups we gave anti-tank weapons to said that when they were done with Assad, and they're not fighting ISIS, they're fighting Assad. When they're done with Assad, they'll take the Golan Heights back from Israel with our weapons. So the first thing you have to do, if you really think ISIS is a threat to the mankind and to the world, quit funding them. Right. Quit sending arms to them and quit giving them money.
8: So do we? is there anybody over in the Middle East you would fund or arm?
0: Yeah, I think the Kurds. I think the Kurds are a real fighting force. They have a land base. They live there. They're from there. And they uh, will fight to the death, and they're good fighters. In fact, we have $7 billion worth of rotting equipment in Afghanistan. I'd airlift it all in directly to the Kurds, or at least a huge portion of it, and I wouldn't send it to Baghdad. And this is the thing about so-called projecting might with money. We gave a trillion dollars to fight the war in Iraq and to prop up the Baghdad government. What did the Baghdad government do? They immediately befriended uh, Russia. They're now Russia's number one. So when they had a choice between the U.S. who who liberated them, 4,486 of our soldiers died over there, we liberated them, spent a trillion dollars, and then like this, they pick Russia. Uh, I wrote something the other day called Iraq, the ingrate, and I believe it.
8: Let's switch gears and go to uh, socialism. Uh, I watch Bernie Sanders, and I I know why he's doing well in the polls. Um, he is saying things that you instinct instinctively know, and that is... Um, he just says it's capitalism, but it's crony capitalism, is immoral. The way, quite honestly, the way Donald Trump describes capitalism, immoral. I don't want anything to do with that kind of capitalism. The way Washington is being run is immoral, and we all know it. Um, the way we run our own lives, immoral. That's his message, except it's, his solution is the same, immoral. He's pushing uh, socialism, and he's using Denmark as the key. Denmark's running from socialism. How do you, when you're on college campuses, how do you talk to people who have been indoctrinated that socialism is neat? Right. How do you tell them that no, it's not, and capitalism is good?
0: Right. Well, you know, in the beginning of the Tea Party movement, the Tea Party was opposed to the big banks getting bailed out. So we were opposed to some of the crony capitalism where a guy makes $100 million in his bank or a woman makes hundred million million one one year. They bankrupt the bank, and next year they're back making $100 million because the taxpayer bails them out. That's not capitalism. That is crony capitalism. But interestingly, the Tea Party and the Occupy Wall Street were kind of unhappy about the same thing. Correct. But they had different solutions. Same with Bernie Sanders. Um, Bernie Sanders thinks that socialism is great. When I'm on college campuses, I say, look, There's nothing sexy or cool about socialism. There's the implication of force. And it's not an accident of history that we had mass genocide with socialism. I think it's inherent to socialism because socialism is the absence of choice. It's where the government takes away all of your choices. And it's funny for all these so-called pro-choice liberals that love socialism, it's the most anti-choice system ever devised by man.
2: Yep. See, I mean, Better there than in a debate. Good stuff. You know, you can't argue with much of it.
3: It could be part of the the situation where the ideology is a little more foreign and you need more time to explain it than Mm -hmm. 30 seconds. Um, However, of course, this is how these things get decided. So I don't know what you do. In a debate with two people, though. Yeah. You're bouncing back and forth all the time. You can give a, like, I think a bigger picture. It's just, it's it's, it's he's in a tough spot. He
2: sure is. It yeah. uh, gets into the lightning round here in uh, part two. Here's more of our look with the. With Let's a do few a minutes uh, with the rapid fire here. You love do we these. Have to?
8: You love these. Right, we I saw you to. on MTV. Right. You're good uh, at Kim Kardashian. Or who was the other one?
0: I'm not <laughs> going there.
8: <laughs> <laughs> okay. These are yes or no?
0: Okay. okay. We'll see.
8: <laughs> Warrantless. NSA domestic spying.
0: Absolutely not. <laughs> that was two words. Sorry, I already yeah, I know. messed it I don't know. No, that's good. That's good. Up.
8: But there was one. There was one candidate that I about leapt out of my chair when they said, "No, I'm absolutely for that." I can't <laughs> believe that. There's two candidates that I know of. Well, most Rick of them. Rick Santorum and and uh, Marco Rubio are absolutely for it. Everybody Christy, else, will-
0: Christie's there too. Yeah, you know, well, so. I don't
8: count those guys no. as real candidates. Um, <laughs> border fence, yes or no? Yes. Uh, fine companies who hire illegals. Yes. <laughs> You're expecting another shoe to drop. Um, does English need to be our country's official language?
0: No. Okay.
8: Continue the war on drugs. No. Legalize marijuana.
0: Allow the states to make that decision.
8: Would Knowing what you know today, would you have gone into Iraq? No. Ground troops to fight ISIS. Arab ground troops. Keystone oil pipeline. Yes. Drill in Anwar. Yes. Drill off the coasts.
0: Yes. You were
8: so afraid of not being able to answer these as yes or no. I knew you would do <laughs> well, well. See I
0: was afraid you... there'd be popular culture. If you asked me to pit no, no. one singer against that, I'm just no. <laughs> not very good at that. That's why I, I you failed think abysm- I, would be good at that? I failed abysmally no, on I MTV. TV because
8: uh, is climate change a real?
0: Climate's been changing since the beginning of time. Man-made climate change. Man uh, may well have an influence on it. The unknown question is how much is man and how much is nature? And this is a question I love to have with the, uh, the apocalyptic crowd, the alarmist on, on climate change is, well, how much is man and how much is nature? Do you acknowledge nature has been changing the climate? Nature has had an atmosphere with much higher carbon, much higher temperatures than we have today, and much lower How much is man and how much is, how do you, how do you, how do you give a proportionality to how much is man and how much is nature? They tend to think it's like 99.9% man and almost nothing nature. They don't even acknowledge that nature has something to do with the climate.
8: Doesn't make any sense. National standards for education. No. Do your kids attend public school?
0: Yes and
8: no. Uh, Should the U.S. remain part of the United Nations? No. Would you have signed Agenda 2030? Help me. Um, Agenda 2030 is... Do you ever heard of Agenda 21? Yes. I'm opposed it's the, to Agenda
0: 21. It's the new
8: name for it okay. now. They've, they've changed it. Uh, name one thing. This is going to be hard for you. Now, this is... Try one word, but... Name one thing the Republican Party has done wrong.
0: Added to the debt.
8: Uh, Obamacare, repeal or replace...
0: Uh, repeal and replace with freedom okay. uh...
8: one word to describe teachers unions
0: uh, their interest is not in the pupil
8: that's not one word but i'll give it to you. <laughs> one word to describe president obama
0: um, misguided
8: donald trump
0: uh... narcissist
8: name one, fe- this is going to be hard for you, name one federal program that you would immediately cut <laughs>
0: Uh, it's easier to name the one that I would keep. But, uh, <laughs> name the one you could keep. Department <laughs> of Education long had been something Republicans were for getting rid of. I'm still for getting rid of it. Um, Edward
8: Snowden: Hero or traitor? Both. That's everybody's answering at that. I, I think that's.
0: Are people really saying that? I really would have thought most people uh, in our primary would be saying. No, no most. Developers.
8: Well, I'm not interviewing the uh, the you know the big progressives, um, 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 but the the I've had six of them and all have said the same thing. Both. Worst Supreme Court decision in the last 20 years?
0: This is hard um, because most people would say Obamacare, and I'm torn between Obamacare and Kilo. Kilo is where they allowed private property to be confiscated. Trump's a great fan of the Kilo case, and I think it was a disastrous case. Um, Some are also saying. Probably the, the reason why it would have to be Obamacare is that. With the Kelo case, most of the state legislatures raised hell and immediately reversed Kelo on a state level. My city in Bowling Green reversed it. We said our city council, we're not going to take land from a private property owner mm-hmm. and give it to another property owner. And so Kelo kind of essentially got nullified, which was is an interesting debate to have. Probably Kelo is the only Supreme Court case I can think of that's been almost completely nullified. So it's probably a good story there that hasn't been oh. told enough. But Obamacare is destroying something. What's health A sixth of our economy. Uh, it's destroyed choice and taken away freedom from a people in a sixth of their decisions.
8: The other option that others have given, because th- everybody is revolving around three. You've named two of them. The other one was the gay marriage question. Right. How do you feel about the gay marriage Supreme Court decision?
0: I think probably the only answer, really, that's going to be consistent with liberty and freedom is to get rid of uh, governments involved in marriage.
8: Um, Most underrated president? Coolidge. Good for you. (laughs) That's the answer I've been looking for. Nobody's given that one.
2: How about that? He got it. That was good. That That is the one. one. uh, I mean... Every time you ask that question, I keep thinking, Goolidge. Coolidge. Coolidge is a great did answer. Nobody that. come up And Rand Paul
3: did. Yeah, I mean, what if Ben Carson couldn't, he, he, oh, he, he couldn't come, come up with Sam any... Adams, I think. Yeah, uh, Sam so Adams. He eventually came up with or Sam Adams. You know, John Adams, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. Sam was we a made president. a joke about Sam Adams afterwards, sorry. <laughs> 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 oh, what about the beer guy? Um, yeah, uh, John Adams. Um, and uh, But Coolidge is a great answer to that. Um, and I know you have one you have a problem with, but let me give give him big credit on a, on, on, on one as well. I just did actually last night an interview with a guy who wrote a book about the <laughs> Kelo case. It's going to air in Wonderful World of Students in a couple weeks. Um, and uh, uh, you... Uh, you He's complete, like, he laid that out as if he had just finished this book. Hmm. I mean, he, he really, because he, he's right. Yeah, I think it is. It's the one I would answer, because this is the, something that happens every single uh, time. Mm-hmm. What is the worst Supreme Court case? Every president, better ha- candidate, better have a freaking answer to that. And, you know, saying Obamacare or gay marriage, you could make those arguments. However, uh, I think y- you show a little depth when you go to Kilo, which I think is actually... At least... Well, and he's a big-time libertarian. Right. That's got to be the obvious one. But, him. I mean, in that eminent domain is not just a libertarian issue. I mean, that's a... If you're a conservative, with the exception of, you know, Republican, with the exception of Donald Trump, mm-hmm. um, you, you hate that decision. I think it's the worst decision of all of them. But then beyond that, to go through, and, and it's true, it, it is the only one. This guy who wrote a book um, about this case, they can't find another case that has been decided and then completely reversed through state legislature uh, like the Kelo case has. Four, I mean, you know, it's 45 mm. states, not you know, all 50, but 45 states have done something to basically say the Kelo case was BS. Um, so I really I mm. really liked his answers there. You did have a problem with one of them, though. I had a huge problem. How do you say no to English as the official language
2: in America? How do you say no to that? What do you mean no? What do you... What? Now, see, that's one you need to follow up on and say, uh, why? Right. So why shouldn't it be yeah. the official language? Because you
4: thought about it for a second, too.
5: Because I, I, I think what
3: he's saying, I think, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get in the mind of Rand Paul here, but my belief would be that he's thinking, you know, government doesn't need to tell you what right. language to speak uh people will speak the language they're comfortable with um now you have to have a language that's on do. official documents and things yes. like that and that's what i and think of when english. i think of official uh, yes. and i have given this example yes. before but when i went to belize you go through and all the documents you can actually read yeah. because english is the official language of belize it's not the official language mm-hmm. of the united states of america
2: it's not like all
3: right you must speak only English, and right. at your home you
2: can't speak Spanish or German or French or whatever your language is. Of course, it's just that we've got to conduct business in a language. Yeah. And in America, it's English. It's obvious. Can we stop with this nonsense? I mean, to, we should have English programs. We should make sure that immigrants learn and understand our language so that they can not only get along but prosper in this country. I, I guarantee you. If you come here and and you see it all the time, and for 30 years, all you speak is the language of the country from which you came. you're not going anywhere. you're not getting ahead in life. you're barely making ends, ends meet you 're barely scraping by. There's nobody successful that doesn't speak English in America. Nobody who now, I mean, show me the person who has really thrived in this now you can get along. you can survive. I mean, we'll bend over backwards so that you at least survive. But you're not going to thrive here. Yeah. I mean, it's a disservice to everybody who comes here. 888 727 more patents Stu, coming up. No. Uh, no. Shouldn't be the official language. Yeah, I, I think, uh, uh, like, uh, Hebrew should be the fir- first language. Maybe they may be the official one because it's the one of the, you know, the Old Testament. <laughs>
5: Hebrew. Yeah. And then, uh, hmm. and then Swahili. A second language.
3: Yay! Happy Halloween coming up this weekend. Yay! I was just thinking to myself, because we've been eating this uh, candy in the breaks. Uh-huh. And uh, I was thinking to myself, well, no one tunes into the show and says, hey, I watch that show because the hosts aren't fat. No, there's no one who says that. So why not just eat the candy on the air? Right. You know. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, because it's kind of noisy. That's
3: yeah, that could be one reason. So, but the difference is mm-hmm. it's like it's either quiet and I'm not eating candy, mm-hmm. or it's loud and I'm eating candy. To yeah. me, I think there's a clear choice. No, you're right. Okay, you sold me on it. <clears throat> so we have um, a little uh, Halloween-themed programming for you. Okay. And I love this stuff. Me too. Uh, the five best, worst horror movies of all time. Oh. Um, I love this stuff because I love, there's something so charming about the utter failure of a creative project. And you, mm. you know that by watching this show. Um, it's, mm. it's why people do it. Um, I, actually, we should show maybe next week the um, interview I did on Wonderful World of Stew uh, recently about the movie The Room. You ever heard of the movie The Room? I don't think so. Uh, widely considered. I've one made of the one.
2: Uh, no, not not similar. that. No, 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 no 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 no, 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 no. You don't want inside wanna, the room. No, no, no.
3: It's, you don't want to into the plot of that one. Talking that one about? is no. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, widely considered to be one of the worst movies of all time. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, to make a bad movie, it's not. You're not trying to make a bad movie. You know that you can get lots of laughs from that. If you're trying to make a bad movie, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you're trying to make a good movie and it turns out really bad. There's, I just love that. Um, the movie The Room was a movie actually made in the 90s about this love triangle that is positively un—it's unthinkable what the plot is. Like, I, can't, I, I watched it, and I have no idea what happened in the that movie. That sounds
4: similar to the one I made. That's
3: what I was talking mm-hmm. about. No, no. Your, your plot was a lot different than this one. I know what happened in your movie. Uh, there's, there's a pizza person. They, they made a delivery. There was a hole Hello. cut in the bottom of the box. I, saw, I know what happened in that one.
2: Come on in. This is... Wasn't that the beginning of it, of the scene?
3: Yes, it was yeah. very similar to I mean, that. That was the first yeah. scene. So we have the five best, worst <laughs> horror movies of all time. <laughs> Starting with Leprechaun, Back to the Hood. Now, this uh, is quality film, I think. This one, to me, though, is you're trying a little bit to be crappy. You know, like, Back to the Hood... Now, Leprechaun 2 is bad, uh, and Leprechaun 1 was likely bad. I think I did actually see Leprechaun 1 back to the- But this is like, you're almost like, you're trying too hard to be a horrible movie. But uh, it's got a 25% Rotten Tomatoes score. Okay. Uh, number four, best worst horror movie of all time, Sleepaway Camp. Um, now, Sleepaway I'm not Camp... not familiar with this one, are you? Yeah, this is a... There is a lot of these...
2: Why did somebody stab a shoe? And how did the shoe bleed? That, that's kind of weird. Look at it. You got a knife through a shoe. That didn't hurt anybody. And yet there's blood dripping down it. <laughs> that's a dumb... Well, you that's... won't be coming
3: home. <laughs> uh, the thing I would say about, about that, Pat, is, uh, mm-hmm. is that was the issue with it, is that they thought in the movie, Shoes Bled and they do not. Oh wow. That well, was no the whole thing. This no murder. murder happened at a shoe store and, <laughs> and uh, nobody was really and killed. No one was, no was, like, one was hurt know.
2: in the making of
3: Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> 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 uh, there's a there's a big um run of these types of movies back in like the 80s and 90s where it was uh, uh, uh what was it? Night of the not um what was the, uh, Night the uh, Silent Day? Night Deadly Night? Is the one I was thinking. Oh, of, right. Oh. It was like they would theme it around something and just like make a bunch of you know yeah. hot teenagers get killed at whatever was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was like yeah, it's Christmas. It's Silent Night Deadly Night. A oh, sleepaway camp is that movie at camp essentially? Apparently not that good. Only uh, I guess an eighty-three percent. How do you get an eighty-three percent Rotten Tomato score? And why would, would that, that be movie? one of the best worst movies of all time? Then how can that be? Huh. Pretty weird. Know. Um, and then you've got, uh, what was the twist ending? I don't know the twist ending. They're saying there's a twist ending to sleepaway camp? The, the, uh, the twist ending is uh, they actually just slept at camp. and It was a nice it was a nice week. And nobody died. No one died. It was, That's the twist. Yeah. Well, except the shoe. The shoe <laughs> was killed. <laughs> the shoe died, but everyone else was fine. <laughs> uh, Manos, the hands of fate. I'm not familiar with this one. Um, a family gets lost on the road and stumbles upon a hidden underground devil-worshiping cult led by a fearsome master and his servant, Torgo. And this one uh, rocketed up the charts uh, for Rotten Tomatoes' score of zero percent. There's not a single uh, <laughs> critic
2: in 1966 who liked this movie.
3: No. Nobody. Um, the cult of, uh, let's see, the cult of weird, horrible people who gather beautiful women only to deface them with a burning hand.
2: <laughs> okay.
3: Hmm. Uh, I like the warning at the bottom because this is a big thing they do when these movies like warn you like it's gonna be too scary. Mm-hmm. No one seated the last ten minutes. We defy you to guess the ending and ask you not to divulge it. <laughs> my guess is a hand burned someone. Is that, no, that's that, not what that's happened not, at all. No. Actually, an incredible twist. What in happened was one. the hand attacked a shoe and it started bleeding, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is weird. It's weird because it
2: yeah. it's very similar. Uh, then you got to number two from 1990 troll two yes because troll one wasn't quite enough this time what one was not enough yes
3: troll Um, two two. now the interesting thing about this movie because i've also done an interview with one of the people actually in this movie um and uh the there are no trolls in the movie (laughs) <laughs> There's
2: no trolls in no, Troll no, Two. No trolls in Troll were Two. Were there trolls in Troll One? There were trolls yes. in Troll One.
3: Troll oh. was a troll-related movie. Okay. Troll Two? Not. Not a troll-related
2: movie what at all. What was the scary thing in Troll Two?
3: Uh, uh, goblins. I was gonna say ghouls, but it was goblins. Goblins. All right. I guess. And what would happen is they would come and 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 uh, I think they were vegetarians. The, tr- the sure. goblins were? I, I can't so <laughs> they, they didn't eat people? So, yeah, it was very strange. Don't um, kill and, the, and
2: eat your vegetables.
3: The backstory behind it is that uh, <laughs> they... It's not that scary.
4: No vegetable garden.
3: It's not, no. Uh, the backstory behind it was, it was, an, I think, an Italian director um, mm. who came in and started wanted to make this movie very badly and decided to just buy the rights to the troll name mm. so, cause, because he thought it would be popular. Uh, But he also couldn't speak English, really. So he Mm. wrote the script with, like, broken English and then would berate the actors when they'd say it like normal people would in English. So they're constantly, throughout the movie, are speaking this, like, language that's not our language. But they know the language, but they're saying it wrong intentionally because those are the lines. I've got to see that. Oh, you've got to see it. It's fantastic. There's actually a, um, a movie made about it, a documentary called Best Worst Movie. And we, we talked to the director of him. He was the kid in this movie. The the star of the movie, the main character, uh, was a dentist. Uh, not he didn't play a dentist. He was actually a dentist, not an actor, <laughs> and got the lead role in the movie. The story is bizarre, and it's it's a really fun one to watch. I, I definitely recommend best worst. And movie, still got six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. six percent. There were somehow. some people who actually liked it. Yeah. Uh, At number one is a classic. It is a classic.
2: This thing is a classic. Plan 9 for Space, 1959. Uh, Aliens resurrect dead humans as zombies and Mm -hmm. vampires to stop humanity from creating the solaranite. It's a sort of a sun-driven bomb, Mm. as you know. And so, uh, 66% Rotten Tomatoes. It must be that some of these people like it just because it's campy.
3: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's a classic. I mean, if you watched the movie Ed Wood, which is uh, Johnny Depp, they go through the making of this and yeah, how bad did. it was. And it's funny because they look at it from that perspective of how horrible the movies were.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, and which is, it's a really weird movie, but it's actually really well done. Well, um, not Plan 9 from Out of Space, oh. which was actually horrible yeah the uh in this
2: one you see the strings of the of the spacecraft and stuff yeah, right yeah kind of moving like
3: this it's just that that really, low really of a budget bad. and like yeah. they would they would not they wouldn't retake things even when there were major errors like scene set pieces would fall down in the middle of a scene and they just wouldn't redo yeah. it that's okay don't that's worry about it. it cut it
2: print cut. it cut print
3: <laughs> yeah this it's a classic
2: story and ed wood did a lot of that stuff it was yeah. a really weird dude 888 727 back, More patents too.
3: Stu. Uh, coming up. Kind of like you, Jeffy. Now, did you do any recuts re- of, uh, of your room movie? Because I know it, it looked like you just kind of went through. Well, yeah. you act like you didn't want me to promote some of my movies,
4: but, you know, I, I do have one coming up soon, Troll 3. Really? What happens really? in yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Troll yeah. 3. Are the trolls, trolls in or? it? Or? Well,
2: Little
3: People. Oh, oh I <laughs> bet. Now I understand.
2: 888-727-BATKIDS, Pat and uh, Time to tell you about famous paranormal hoaxes. Hoaxes. hoaxes.
5: Famous
1: paranormal
5: hoaxes. Hoaxes. Hoaxes.
2: Just a time for Halloween. You got are really for, good. There have been some hoaxes. Yeah, that there have been. Are paranormal in nature. They are, and we're going to cover them now. They're famous, mm-hmm. and uh, so
3: that's like, what we're talking about right now. For example, everything such like such as everything like such <laughs> as, as Maps the alien. I don't have any. Uh, you remember this alien autopsy thing? I kind of did. Yes, the 1995. I, I absolutely remember. I absolutely it. remember Fox this Television too. Network aired a special called "Alien Autopsy," fact. Was-
4: or fiction. It was really big too at the time. It, it was, huge.
3: yeah, it was huge. And I remember thinking about it. I'm like, if they're actually putting it on TV, does that mean it is real? Like, I, I mm-hmm. didn't, you know, I kind of thought they wouldn't just. I mean, my thought obviously initially was it's fake. But when they made a big, such a big deal out of it, you started like thinking like, are they actually saying that this is a real thing? Yeah. Um. Uh, they had the X Files was on at the time, so uh, they kind of uh, bought. This footage was 17 Mm -hmm. minutes of grainy footage from a British TV producer claiming to record a secret U.S. military autopsy of an alien life form. Footage reportedly bought from a retired military cameraman showed the bloodied corpse of a hairless, large-headed alien like Jeffy, uh, reptilian uh, eyes uh, being roughly dissected by a team of doctors in protective surgical gear. Yes. Okay, man. No, I'm Don't, just, I'm just yeah. all coming back to me now, this yeah. stupid film. Mm-hmm. It was well done. I remember, like, I, it was level. well
4: done, but I remember the one thing that stuck out, and maybe it says, I was trying to read ahead and see if it says, uh, the one thing that stuck out was the clock. Because it was supposed to be footage, old footage.
3: Uh, mm. That they had found, right? It was
4: supposed to be right. some film that they found. And had there was found. like a new clock. And there was a newer model
3: clock uh, on the wall uh, and it was like, what are they doing? That's interesting. Although mm. most TV viewers immediately dismissed the footage as fake, the light rubbery flesh of the alien was hard to ignore. Producer Santilli vouched for his authenticity uh-huh. until 2006 when he started doing a second alien autopsy film and it was a mockumentary about filming the original. I actually wouldn't mind seeing that.
2: Yeah. It kind of sounds, sounds interesting. interesting.
3: Yeah, it does. Uh, the, then there was the case of the accidental time traveler night
2: in 1950 a strange figure appeared in the middle of a traffic-clogged intersection in New York's Times Square. He wore a high silk hat, uh, tight coast, coat and vest, and, and boasted an admirable set of thick mutton chop sideburns. Mm. Witnesses said the man looked startled, gawking at his surroundings as if he'd never seen a car in traffic lights before. He bolted for the curb. Uh, Directly in the path of a yellow cab, which killed him instantly. Holy crap. Killed him. So when the police searched the mystery man's pockets, they found 19th century currency, a bill for the feeding and stabling of one horse, and a business card for Rudolph Fence on Fifth Avenue tracking down the address. They found an old woman who confirmed... Rudolph Rudolf Fentz was, in fact, her father-in-law, oh a man who had mysteriously disappeared in 1876. Six! Six. Six. No. Six. 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 Such is the story of Rudolf Fentz, the accidental tri- time traveler for decades. Uh, paranormalists across Europe have pointed to Fentz's miraculous appearance. A 19th century man, 20th century Times Square as proof of the existence of time travel. But the true origin of the legend was a short story published at Collier's Magazine in 1951 by science fiction writer Jack Finney. The tale was republished in a paranormal jour- journal two years later without attribution to Finney and presented as fact. Hmm. So it never happened. From there, the case... Uh, of the accidental time traveler took on a life of its own. I've never heard of it. No, you? me
3: neither. Um, Cardiff Giant, uh, known as America's greatest hooks, which is again one I've never heard of. Uh, a ten-foot man, uh, or excuse me, a ten-foot statue of a petrified ancient giant made its uh, 19th century uh, creator George Hall a very, very rich man. He was a, a schemer, a uh, get-rich-quick type of guy that uh, was a big atheist. Um, after an argument with a preacher, over the existence of giants, as mentioned in the book of Genesis, Hull conceived a devious plan that would capitalize on the gullibility of the public. 1868, he hired a stone cutter to carve a massive hunk of uh, gypsum in Hull's own likeness. Then he aged the stone with, a, with acid, um, and he had a, a farmer dig a well, instructing the workman to dig exactly where the stone giant was buried. Unearthing of the Cardiff giant caused a great sensation in upstate New York, still a hotbed of spiritual excitement. News of the creature spread far and wide, including uh, inciting fierce debate: was it real or not? Rumor made uh, rumor that he had made thirty thousand dollars, which is a lot of cash back in the uh, 1860s. Or stuff. Uh, in the life of Jeff Fisher, um, mm-hmm. and uh, That's you can. Good stuff.
5: Mm-hmm. Uh, you but can still is. see the
3: Cardiff Giant, by the way. Still in a museum in Cooperstown, New York. So when you...
2: Oh, uh, that's kind of cool.
3: Check out the Hall of Fame. Uh, kind of cool. I'm yeah, uh, surprised. Uh, when you go to the Hall of Fame, you can stop by the Farmers
4: Museum yeah. in Cooperstown. that It's got to be cool. ju-
3: just close second
4: place as far as an attraction.
2: <laughs> I'm surprised they, they didn't uh, include one of the... the pro, to me, the mm. biggest hoax of all
3: time. Oh, really? There's, uh, there's another one? What, what, what would it be? Would you, would you even know any of the Piltdown details? Man. <laughs> You had to know the Piltdown, Piltdown Man story. Piltdown Man. Yeah. What, what's, the, what's the
2: Piltdown Man, Pat? I'd never well, even heard of such a Stu, thing. Well, it's the missing link. And <laughs> in uh, uh, in 1910, uh, they found the missing link. Wow. You know, the guy that proved that there was this transitional human ape person. So we went from apes to the to this form, and then transitioned into human beings, of course. And here's the proof: this skull that's like animal humanish. Right. The, only in 1953 we found out it was a complete hoax and was not real. So the time it, period that we thought it was real was only 1910 to only, 1953. Yes, only 40, like, maybe it was 51, because it was 41 years. Mm. 41 freaking years they thought that. And it was actually the jawbone of an orangutan and a human skull. And they jammed <laughs> that's it together. It. <laughs> that's, it, that's all it was. That's all the thing that's was. It is a, it's an amazing story that scientists believed wholeheartedly, absolute consensus, for 40 years. Mm. Uh, but, you know, every other thing they believe is true, we're supposed to buy hook, line, and sinker because they can't be wrong. They just can't be wrong. You know, the Big Bang, I mean, f- mm. the proves that they can't be wrong because Except the Big Bang, saying, well, Pat, boom, and then everything uh, just was fell into place. Pat, <laughs> what? Uh, they just said that the Big Bang didn't happen. No, no uh, the uh, Big Bang, uh, you're an imbecile if you believe that the Big that's Bang a, didn't happen. universe is eternal. No. They just, uh, just said that. It sounds, sounds like a religious word.
3: Yeah, it does sound like a religious wow. word, but it is not. It's a scientific okay. Right. word. Okay. Don't you All ever,
2: right. uh, thank ever you. claim thank you. that you, All right. that it's possible. No. No. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> All right. Triple We'll give Stu some time to cool off now. Triple A, 77.
3: By the way, uh, that's uh, telling number 47 of the Piltown Man. Is it only 47? Uh, 47. I, I would have thought we were higher. No, yeah. I think maybe we are. <laughs> I, I cut out a few. I thought they were dead. <laughs> oh,
5: yeah.
2: Triple eight, seven, two, seven, back. It's Pat and Stew. Halloween coming up. uh, Fast approaching us now. And uh, we have 25 super last minute Halloween costumes that will blow people's minds. Okay. And we have to guess what these are. Mind blown already. Because Um, look at this. This one is... uh, It's a... That is mind blowing. Lemon life. um, Life. Life. Is a lemon. I go with George. Is a lion? It's George Michael. George Michael. Didn't he have a a shirt that said "Life" on it in one of those videos back in the day? Oh, he might have. That's a great gift. So, what is this supposed to be? I don't know. What is it? When, when life, life gives, gives you lemons. lemons, lemons. So it's a, she's a phrase. I mean, that's stupid. Yeah, okay. she's a phrase. Uh, that doesn't really blow my mind, okay. uh, frankly. But uh, let's go to number two, see if it blows my mind. Whoa! Mind oh, blown. Pigs in a blanket. Pigs in a blanket. Yep. That's cute. All that's right. Adorable. Why would you leave, first
4: of all, can we stop for just a second? Why would you leave <laughs> the rest of this bag of candy on my desk? Because I kept eating it. Oh, I, my God, man. I had to get it out it. Am I supposed to say, well, you, oh, look, here's a bag of candy. I won't eat any.
2: All right. No, that is not what people think that you're going to do. We now return you to our regularly scheduled program. <laughs> All
3: right. Fine. Um, Jeez. What are these? Uh, what is this? Uh, let's see. They're wearing pepper. Uh, uh, pep- uh, I don't even Sergeant know. pepper. Red pepper? Um,
2: they're red hot chili peppers. Red hot chili
3: peppers? Is, that, okay? is okay. that what they are?
2: Uh, no. Ring? Oh, they're not. What? Uh, what are they? Spice, Spice Girls. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's stupid. All right. Next. Like, wait, I love
3: super easy costumes. Make shirts with custom spices on them. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, uh, I do that all the time. Uh, Okay, we're trying to guess here, costumes. Um, Okay. uh, I don't know what that is. A yellow circle and a devil
2: horns. And then horns um, and a light. Uh, Bathroom girl. uh, What is it? What is it? Help me. A deviled
3: egg. Mm. Oh, there
2: you go. Yeah.
5: Wow, that's, a deviled egg. That's
3: cute. Okay.
2: That's not. cute. All right. Okay. Someone called stupid. Right. All right. Uh, there, so far, my mind has not been blown. Uh, she is that cartoon character from Bob's Burgers, right? Which is actually on the screen, oh, okay. which makes it easy to guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah. So, there you go. I would not have known that. And then um,
3: that is a cherry on top. She's a Sunday, an ice cream, an ice cream cone. Yes, yeah, she's a, an ice cream cone. Okay. All right. I could pull that skirt off for sure. Mm-hmm uh fork
2: in the road
3: oh. is that is yeah.
2: this a fork in the road another, another phrase <laughs> i got it it still, says fork in the road on top. my mind that. is not blown <laughs> uh, next we have error 404 costume that's funny i like that that's one what your computer that's, says. that's funny what your hat,
3: that's what your computer yeah, says. yeah
2: that's what i know that's yeah. why i like it, it it's funny it's, it's cute still, that's
3: adorable you still eating that candy there's some there. love
2: Error 404
3: costume not found. Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, And then this guy. Nose in a book. Okay, you can't judge a book by its cover. Um, No. Bookworm? He's a book face. Uh, Uh, (laughs) He's. Book? (laughs) uh, Uh, book Book'em Dano? Book uh, nose? Nose?
3: Book nose in a book. Nose in a book is what I'm saying. Nose in a book.
2: What is it? That's face, a good one. Facebook.
3: Duh. Oh. Yeah. did they like, do that in the office? Wasn't that an he, on an office
2: episode? Yeah. Okay. Facebook. Get it? Get it. Your own book right. on his face. Uh, no he's
3: Facebook. Here's a girl in pink. Uh, she she's she like is. a waitress. Uh, the, uh, Man, I'm
2: stumped I have again. no idea. What is this What one? is it? An Uh-oh. emoji on your phone. Oh, there's an emoji on your what? phone.
3: I don't use emojis on my phone. Um, I've uh, actually huh. uh, realized <laughs> yeah. lately that I'm uh, an adult. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You uh, have noticed that? So. Uh, okay, uh, these fruit are Fruit of the Loom, Loom people,
2: right? right? Or something. The Fruit of the Loom
3: fruits. Okay. And grapes. They're great. And then, uh, and then you got... Uh, uh, it's a memo. It's, uh, no. Dana. chat. and nah. Fox, uh, Cleo.
2: Oh. Uh, don't know. What is this? Identity, Identity theft. theft. I mean, oh, it's adorable.
3: Nice. <laughs> it's like if you want uh, people to durable. groan at your Halloween costume too. Yeah. Uh, this is another. Uh, got a bunch of candy and stuff on there. Uh, he's a popcorn. junkyard.
2: He's a garbage bag.
3: He's, uh, he's a dumpster. He's Jeffy. He's what, what looks like under <laughs> Jeffy's desk. <He's, laughs>
2: what is he? What is? movie theater floor yeah i knew it was something like that including All right. the little boy uh then we have the uh, sheep and wolf's clothing right no yes yes nice uh, i
3: mm-hmm. got it
2: sheep and wolfs clothing. Nice and then you got a girl uh, with nice legs and a mini skirt and uh she is an angry angel. angry bird what is she Jailbird. 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 Okay. Okay. Bird. what no that's no, not good <laughs> Uh, is that pumpkin a Whipped hybrid? Yeah, Growing so up is too mainstream. I left the ocean because it was too current. Mermaids. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're mermaids, but is there something more to this than that? Mermaids.
4: Um, I, yeah, I don't know. Uh,
2: I don't know. What is this one? Hipster Disney. Hipster what? Disney Hipster is not a thing. Disney. That's, no, that's not a thing. That's not. A thing. But see, this is the problem with Buzzfeed.
0: <laughs> yeah,
4: this
2: it's. Is. Stupid. However, stupid. Once again, by
4: the time you've s- said this is stupid, you've gone through 25 clicks. I, <laughs> I know, right?
0: Yeah, you've
3: made them. That is the problem. Uh, you've given them uh, advertising <laughs> income.
2: I, I have no idea what this is either. None. What is it? Hey, Arnold. Okay. I don't even. Oh know. yeah. No idea. No it's, idea it's whatsoever. TV cartoon show. And uh, then you got three girls with cherries on their heads. They're it's what? Like another ice uh, cream it's cone. a banana split, right? Is that a banana split? Yeah, there's so many jokes. The milkshakes. Milkshakes. Okay,
3: That's, I'm done with this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do anything. Thank do you
2: anymore. for calling it. I'll call the game. <laughs> call the game. Rain delay. <laughs> Tarp's Stu on the field. calls it? Mm-hmm. Thank you. All right, then we have uh, also for BuzzFeed oh boy. 47 Things You Should Say <laughs> to Your Plumber When He's Under Your Sink. No, No, these look much better.
3: These are desserts. Can we do the desserts? desserts. Can we go through a couple of these? Let's go through a couple. We only have 30 seconds. Maple glazed apple blondies. Yes. 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 Ooh, that looks good. Glazed fresh apple bundt cake. Yes. Uh, Yes. Yes. Okay. Caramel apple cake bars with caramel apple frosting. Yes.
2: Yes. Anything caramel now.
3: Anything. You 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 have to.
2: Healthier apple pie cookies with honey cinnamon glaze? No, I don't so want anything healthier. Why no. Not.
3: Caramel stuffed baked apples? I'm not a big baked
2: apple guy. No, I'm not either. Yeah, they yeah. get kind of mushy. and yeah. I don't yeah. like them like that.
3: Uh, baked maple glaze apple crisp donuts? Mm, some of these uh, things are pretty good. Yeah, this sounds good. I'm in. Yeah. I'm, in. I'm in, I'm in, Pat. Okay. All right, uh, we'll see you uh, later. Uh, Caramel apple toaster strudel? Yes. Yes. Please. Yes.
2: That yes. Yes. No, it's all good. Come on.